So we owe the people an explanation. Yeah. Yes, we, we do. We had said, we had agreed, we had committed to doing a live reaction show to the bracket. Correct. Posting it Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. Yeah. I, whether it's me texting you or our boy, Liam. Yeah, shout out, which, Liam. Shout out, Liam. Um, we ended up going to the Big Ten Championship. I mean, like, you, you went to all three games that Purdue played in the 2023 Big Ten Championship. It was awesome. It was probably one of my most memorable sports weekends of my adulthood. It was. Can we talk about like, so we knew we were going Friday. Right. And that was a day. Yeah, that was, Friday was insane. That Penn State Northwestern game still might be one of the, it is one of the best college basketball games I've ever seen in person. Yeah, it was exciting. It was back and forth. One punch being thrown after another. Um, you know, I want to say that that's probably the best game I've seen in person. I would say that's number one. The 2015 National Championship, Duke and Wisconsin, number two. And then the Valpo, Hoot, Green Bay, Horizon League semifinal when Brokoff hit the – Yes, the three. hit that fadeaway, Yeah. Uh, yep. Which, by the way, happy 25th anniversary of the shot. Yep. Uh, for all those who celebrate. Sykes to Jenkins to Drew. Yeah, to Drew for the win. Um, Good. He did it. He hit it. Bryce Drew did it. Valpo has, has won, won the game. A miracle. <laughs> so, um, so, so essentially, like, the brackets are already out now. We spent way too much time, money, and energy inside of the United Center. Um, oh, the, I would say Thursday, man. Thursday was – or Thursday. Because we were together Thursday, too. We're together Thursday night, yes. So we did Thursday, Friday, by day Saturday, and then – Well, you had a by – or I had a by day Saturday. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was – You, you did not have a by day whatsoever. No. no. Um. I think Saturday was the most relaxing game I got to see, like Purdue play. Yeah. Rutgers. Well, really- yeah, we thought Sunday was going to be relaxing. I yeah. mean, up 17 with six minutes left, and then, well, the whole world knows how that went. Um, but anyway, so I it was a weekend. I mean, yeah. like people today at school were just like, did you sleep all weekend or did you just spend the whole thing like in Chicago? And I'm like, well, I mean, like Saturday – but yeah, I mean, fantastic though. So yeah, worth it. We had a blast. Absolutely. So the the greatest two week stretch of the year is upon us. Um, and this bracket, man, like I, I honestly think that we could have a two hour long podcast on this bracket. Yeah. Easily. Right. Now, how long this is actually going to be, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I woke up just exhausted oh, this I'm, morning. Oh, dead. 
That is an understatement. Like, I think you combine – like, yesterday you're going off of adrenaline. But I think, like, if you combine the time change, which get rid of it, it's so stupid. Yeah, it does. It just messes with everybody's bodies. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's, yeah. <clears throat> but then just the pure emotional toll that that basketball game took. Oh, man. We had the knuckleheads behind us, which that's a song for another time. Yeah, right. Uh, so, but we are going to break down this bracket. And I think yep. we're going to save the East for the end. Um, because once again, the selection committee hates you and me. Correct. Um, hate us, but we'll get to that. Uh, we, we're just going to start in the South. I, to me, overall, Alabama overall number one seed. Boy, I I don't like it, but okay, I guess. Right, it's like you don't like it, but what is there to argue? Um, I don't think because they put Houston as the overall number two, and I yeah. really don't see any reason to put Houston above Alabama. Um, I really thought Kansas had a chance at that overall number one seed. But I think getting shellacked in their conference championship game hurt them. And that um, that was the thing, how they got – I mean, Texas ran them out of the building. Right. So I think Kansas wins their conference championship. I tr- I think that uh, they get that number one overall seed. Um, I, I honestly was surprised they didn't hop over Houston for the number two overalls, like number one seed. Because well, and Houston what was it? Yeah, and what's interesting about this whole thing was if you listen to the selection committee guy, he was almost like, ah, well, you know, regular season. It was almost like he was saying, like, play easier games. And I'm like, that's completely wrong. Like, that's not the message that we want at all. Right. But so Alabama there – um, th- there's some tasty matchups in the South region, though. And the first one that draws my eye is that 8-9, Maryland-West yep. Virginia. It's the kickoff game on Thursday. That's the yep. first game we get on Thursday. Um, I like this matchup. Uh, I think West Virginia poises some problems with their athleticism with Maryland. Um, however, I think Maryland is a team that can run the run the floor um, their bigs are good. Um, they struggled in the Big Ten tournament game against IU because they couldn't knock down open baskets. We we saw that they were getting they were getting to their spots. They were getting open shots. They just weren't falling. Um, so if their shots fall, I think they're a dangerous team. Um, how dangerous when it goes up against Alabama? Um, I mean Alabama's playing guns blazing right now. Oh, too soon. Too soon for the guns blazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just, just, just saying. Uh, but uh, I'm going right now in this, in the South region, are we going game by game or are we just kind of giving an overview? I think just a general overview, probably going to okay. be best. Well, my upset Cinderella team in this region is Charleston. Um, I think that Charleston against San Diego, and again, everybody loves the 5-12 matchups. Like, if you're a five seed, you have to just be sick to your stomach because that 5-12 matchup favors the 12 seed. 
And I love Charleston. Had a really successful season. One of the teams that I said during our conference tournament show that I could see making a run in this tournament. I see a way that we could honestly have a Charleston-Furman matchup in the round of 32. I think Furman beats Virginia. I think Charleston beats South uh, San Diego State. Um, and my upset special in this region in some brackets. I don't have all these in every bracket I filled out. The team in this region that is struggling the most, Josh, which one would you point towards? In this region, who's struggling the most? Yes, that is a higher seed that you think would be struggling the most. I mean, Virginia just can't score the ball. <laughs> right, so that's why I was on Virginia. There's one more that I was thinking of, and that is the Scott Drew-led Baylor Bears. I think that they are struggling right now, did not play well in their conference tournament, did not finish the season very hot. Why not UC Santa Barbara? Why not? There's always, Josh, like one game that everybody picks, like, oh, everyone's on Baylor, right? But I think that's another one we got to keep an eye out for. Um, but otherwise, I think Arizona, Alabama have pretty good routes. Um, <clears throat> to, yeah, the one, the one thing that I'm going to say, um, if Missouri beats Utah State, which that's a big if, look out for Missouri, Alabama. Like Missouri can turn that into a rock fight. You're saying Missouri, Arizona, right? Oh, yeah, sorry, Missouri-Arizona. So yes. if that's Arizona's round of 32, like Arizona better be careful yes. because that Missouri team will beat you. Yeah, um, yep. I'm with you. I am very intrigued by a possible Creighton-Arizona Sweet 16. I think that could be a fantastic matchup there. Um, I, you know how I feel about – Baylor, you know how I feel about that coach. Like, I'm just – I'm not – I'm not there. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think a, a Creighton, Arizona, Sweet 16 would be so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Um, but I think overall for me, like in this region, I think you're looking at the overall number one got an overall number one bracket, period. Yeah. I mean, I, I you look at this. I don't really see a challenge for Alabama if Alabama plays up to their standard. Yeah, not probably not a decent matchup I see until the Elite Eight unless they face Arizona. If Arizona slips up in this region and Alabama is able to make it to the Elite Eight, I think that they cruise to the Final Four. Well, and here's the thing. If Alabama doesn't advance to the Final Four out of this region, the only people that they're going to have to blame is Alabama. I do not see a single matchup problem on paper when it comes to this Alabama team. Because if you look, even West Virginia, they don't want to play in the 80s, 90s range. Right. And what's Alabama going to force them to do? Play in the 80s and 90s range. Like, you look at this. Okay, Virginia – barely got, I don't, can Virginia score the bat? Like literally, can they take the ball and put it in the basket with any consistency whatsoever? Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. No. So no. I think in the South that this is just a clear roll tide, sweet home Alabama. And how sweet is it for them that they get to play in Birmingham? 
Right. That's, I mean, really that's home game for them. Um, so yeah, I got Bama coming out of this region going to the final four. All right. So we're both there. Uh, the Midwest, um, this has some interest for me first and foremost on the grounds that Auburn as a nine seed is playing in Birmingham. Right. Like that's wild to me. So you have Houston as the one potentially could have to play a team in their home state for your one night. Yeah. That, and that's, that's tough, you know, and then you look at it and Houston doesn't get to play, you know, close to home or Kansas doesn't get to play close to home. You know, Houston, if winning would go to Kansas city for, for the sweet 16 elite eight games. Wow. Oh, sir, I guess. You know, but honestly, though, Houston, Auburn in Alabama, very problems. That could be a problem for Houston in that round of 32 right off the bat. They're going to get tested. Um, well, it, and I think a lot of it is, is Sasser going to be healthy or not? Like, I mean, that you can say he's healthy and he can play against Northern Kentucky, you know, the, the Norse, like that's all fine and good. But then when you turn around, Auburn's going to beat you up. Yes, they're very physical. So will Houston be able to withstand this? Um, but also in this region, the fi- every single 5-12 matchup in this tournament is awesome. I feel like every year, okay, the 5-12 is trendy. But I also feel like every year there's one 512 where you're like, I the 12 really doesn't have a shot. I do not feel that way about a single 512 matchup in this tournament. Right. Not a single one. So you look at this one, Miami Drake. Drake coming out of the valley. Right. He, always a consistent mid-major. Miami hasn't played great. No. And you know. Uh, Drake didn't just win their conference championship. They shellacked Bradley in that conference championship. They won it. They won that game handily. Um, so, really, that's a, a matchup to look out for. And Josh, I am not just saying this because everyone's going to say I'm a hater. It's a Penn State Indiana matchup really jumps off the page to me. Um, you know, Penn State is a team that, you know, led by uh, their guard, Carey, uh, 17 points a game. I just – that's a scary matchup to me. And especially if IU shoots the basketball like they did against Penn State, only making two threes against Penn State. Um, Jalen hood Shafino did not score the basketball very well. Um, <clears throat> I think that's a recipe – if that happens on Friday night, that all of a sudden something could happen where Indiana gets upset in that first round. Yeah, and here's the thing to me. I get the whole Kent – that vibe. All right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to say something here. And Joe yelled at me about this in the car on the way home on Friday. <laughs> After watching that team in person, and I talked about this with people today, Jalen Hood-Shafino 
is the best player on that IUT. I will, I will hold on to that till the cows come home, till Martha the Mop Lady does whatever Martha the Mop Lady does. Jalen Hood Shifino is the key to that team. Trace is going to get his 16, 17, 18 a game. He's going to get his eight to nine rebound. Fine. Any given night, JHS could go off for 30. He is the most dynamic, electric, and most important player on that IU team for any sort of run in this tournament. And here's the thing. He's one of the best college point guards I've seen in a long time. Right. And the thing about Kent State, too, Josh, lost to Houston by five, lost to Gonzaga by seven, lost to Charleston by two. Like, those are good opponents that you stuck with. Yeah, they've played people. They've played people. So, if they keep it close, watch out. That could be one of the upsets coming out of the Midwest region. But – I like Texas coming out of this region, Josh. I think they're the best team right now. Um, What they did to Kansas for that Big 12 championship was very convincing. I I like Texas. I think, um, by the way, what I really want, though, is a Texas-Penn State round of 32 matchup Um, just because I, I think that, you know, True could keep it close with Pickett and Lundy, but I, I, I just, I think can, that Texas blows easily through to the elite eight. And honestly, I really don't know who's going to meet them in the elite eight. It could be anywhere, but from IU to Houston. Um, but I'm going to say that Texas comes out of the Midwest bracket for me. And uh, goes to the final four. So here's that Texas A&M Penn State matchup. To I me, think it's best first round matchup in the tournament. But I also think it is an absolute travesty. Absolute travesty that Texas A&M is a seven seed. Yes, I would agree. I feel like, bad for them and Penn State. Because, so, like, if you look at this, Texas A&M, like, second place in the SEC, runner-up in the SEC. Kentucky, who we'll get to, third place in the SEC, doesn't win a game in the SEC tournament, gets a six. I don't care what metric you're using. That is just wrong. Period. It is wrong. And not only do you hurt Texas A&M by making them a seven, you hurt Penn State by making them a seven. You hurt Texas by making them a seven. And you hurt Xavier by making them a seven. All that being said, the thing about Texas is if you go back and you look historically, when Texas has won the Big 12 tournament, you know what they don't do well in? March. They, they don't do well in, in, in the big tournament. Right. I think that trend continues. And right. in an old faces and new places matchup, I like Texas A&M to take down Texas, paving the way for Houston to go through to the final four out of the Midwest region. 
Okay. I think. Yeah, I honestly, Josh, I think, you know, looking at Big Ten teams in this region, I think Iowa loses in the first round. And I there's a world where IU could lose in the first round. Um, it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Okay, so the West region, uh, I want to go first on this one. Okay. Uh, because I this is a first for me. I am chalked this entire regional tournament. Really? I do not see a single upset on this board for the West. Now, what does that mean? That means like UNC Asheville is going to beat UCLA. Right. But I like, I just, I look at these matchups. The only upset, and I don't, I don't really think eight, nine should be considered upsets. No. No. That's the most balanced game in the tournament. Maybe Illinois, Arkansas. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I've written down um, Iona. Over UConn, UConn's playing really well right now, though. Um, but really, I'm I'm with you. There's a lot of like the playing game of Arizona State and Nevada, two teams that I don't believe deserve to get into the tournament. At least one of them, I think, needed to be replaced by Oklahoma State or even Rutgers. Um, I think Rutgers being left out of this tournament is a is a travesty. It's a crime. But, yeah, an absolute crime. So, but yeah, I'm with you, Josh, like no real big upsets in this one. And again, I'm rocking and I'm chalking. Um, yeah, it, because here's the thing. So you look, okay. Seven tens are usually trendy upset picks. Uh, have you watched that Northwestern team in person? I, I don't think Boise plays them. No. But then on the same stretch, having watched that Northwestern team in person, I don't think there's any world where they beat UCLA. Mm-mm, no. And so I VCU St. Mary's gets me a little excited. Um, whatever the under is in that game, take it. Yeah. Hammer it. Possibly alternate total it down 15 points. Because those teams will just grind that basketball game. Um, but again, I mean, I've said it. For the last three weeks now, Kansas is the best team in the country. All right, they against Texas, fine. What like that's going to happen, right? Um, I I, I don't see a world. Actually, I I lied. I have Gonzaga beating UCLA in the Sweet Sixteen to set up Kansas Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. So I guess I'm not totally chalk. Um, I have Gonzaga. Moving the Elite Eight, but Kansas taking out Gonzaga and moving on to the Final Four. Okay. Yeah, I have um, um, UCLA and Kansas making it out of the Elite to the Elite Eight, which with giving way for Kansas to make it to the Final Four. This is this next one is the best quadrant. In America. Of course it is. 
I mean, man. And it's it, it's not just about the teams that are in it, top to bottom, full of great teams. Right. But the contrasting matchup styles that the teams play. Yeah. So I I I look at this and I look at obviously you gotta start at the top with Purdue. Yeah. If Purdue could play sixth grade basketball rules where you're not allowed to press. But, man, having watched Purdue four times in person now this year, I don't know if I have ever seen a major Division I college basketball team worse at breaking the press than the Purdue Boilermakers. No, I would agree, 100%. The struggle is real. I'm not I'm just not prepared for this. Like do they lose on Sunday? I'm worried about it. I don't want to see Memphis. I really don't. I mean, they just beat Houston. Ah. And they turn people over at a very alarming rate. Of course they do. So, does that make it so? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know either. And then, and then even if Purdue gets past them, you have Duke waiting in the Sweet 16. Right. Because Tennessee stinks. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear any of this. Tennessee stinks. If Tennessee makes it past Louisiana, which could be a very trendy 13-4 upset, um, Duke's going to get Purdue fits. Yeah. I, this is worst case scenario for the Warriors. Yeah. Period. I'm- I mean, I don't, there is not an eight, nine matchup out there that presents a worse setup for Purdue than the eight, nine that they have. But is Oral Roberts going to beat Duke? That would be awesome. I think they're the best mid-major team in the country. I Well, okay, are they the best mid-major? Or what about FAU at the well, nine? Right. So you're just hoping that they both get the job done. But I'm not going to say that either because the last time I was hoping that an underseed gets the job done, uh, the evilness of the – multicolored birds that we yes. have. So I, I'm not I, I'm not going to root for anyone. I'm just going to watch so that I can. You, you just root for Purdue. That, that's, all, that's all you do. Root yep. for Purdue. Okay. I'm a lunatic. I want to establish that fact right now that I am a lunatic. Okay. Am I crazy to say that I see a path for Kentucky to go to the Final Four? I, I wouldn't argue that. They got to get past Providence. They got to get past Kansas State. 
They have to get past Marquette. Marquette's one of those teams that I think is playing better than anyone right now. I don't think Marquette gets out of the first weekend. I do. I think Marquette makes it to the Elite Eight. I just I can see Michigan State beating Marquette. And I know, like, we just watched them get run by Ohio State. Ran out the building. But I, I don't see know. a world – I like – I see a world where Kentucky's path to the final four could very easily be Kansas state or uh, Providence, Kansas state, Michigan state, and then Duke. Right. And, and the worst case scenario though, would be a Kentucky Purdue elite eight. Blah. Worst Please. case scenario. Yes. Oh, that would be awful, wouldn't it? I. Is it bad to say I kind of want it? Well, then, because one of us is guaranteed to go to the Final Four. Yeah, like, I. Yeah, it's just. I Like, I don't know, man. I. Kind of like what I told you about the game yesterday. Worst case scenario, you feel really good for the guys who beat you. Right. So I, but I look. So since I think it's 2002, every single national champion has fit top 25 offensive efficiency, top 30 or top 25 defensive efficiency, top 39 offensive efficiency. That gives you nine. Okay. Houston, Kansas, Bama, UCLA, Purdue, Texas, Yukon, Creighton, St. Mary's. If numbers hold serve, your champion comes out of that field. So here's my question for you. If I were to take the field, like would you put money that your champion comes out of that group versus the field? I would. And that's the thing. Like you look at this and you're like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think your top five favorites so far, Houston, Kansas, Bama, UCLA, Purdue. And then you throw in Texas. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, that makes sense to me. So. Your final four was Bama, Houston, Kansas. Who, who are you taking out of the East? Uh, mine was uh, Bama, Texas. Oh, that's Kansas. right. Yes. Uh, so then who, who are you taking out of the East? I want to say Purdue. I do. However, I'm rolling with Marquette. Uh, okay. I think Marquette's playing better than anybody right now. Um, I just – I have a bad feeling that if Purdue makes it to the Elite Eight and plays Marquette in the Elite Eight, Purdue had beaten Marquette earlier in the season, that that outcome is not going to be the same. I pray that it will. I want it to be Bama, Purdue, and Texas, Kansas for a Final Four. 
But again, I'm I have brackets that go with my heart and brackets that go with my head. I said I would talk about the head ones, and I just Marquette's been crazy good right now. So give me Marquette. I have to apologize in advance. Okay. To my entire family. Um, I think it's Duke. I just, they're hot. I don't, Oral Roberts almost seems to me to be too trendy of an upset pick. Yeah. Tennessee then can't score the ball. If Purdue gets past Memphis or FAU, I think the Duke guards give Fletch and Braden a ton of trouble. And I think Phil Pikowski can actually maybe not match up size-wise against Edie, but he's good enough that he would pull Edie away from the basket because you have to guard him outside. I think Duke sets up tons of matchup problems for Purdue. And I just I, the team's hot, so I'm going to take Duke uh, to okay. come out of that East region. Okay. Who's your national champion? Well, my national championship game that I have is Alabama versus Kansas, and Kansas winning the national championship, seventy-six to seventy-three. We're so boring. I know. Yeah, it's, it's the same way on mine. But again, like I just the, these are the two best teams. My final score, 85-77. I, I just – I don't see a way that Kansas does not win this national championship. They're getting Bill Self back. It's a blip on the radar against Texas. Nothing to actually worry about. So, so because well, we both picked that, hopefully it won't be that. Hopefully it will be Purdue and somebody. But – um. Honestly, it's just weird, Josh. This is the first time in my lifetime Purdue's ever been a number one seed. Yeah. Um, so, pretty cool. Would have been – I almost would have rather – man, I almost would have rather been the two seed in this region. In no, the no, two I'm, seed in any region. Right. But – I, listen, Josh, I'm not complaining. This is the time of year where you have to be playing your best basketball. You're going to have to beat good teams. So I guess the only thing to do is to start playing a 16 seed, hopefully win that game. So, <laughs> I don't I mean, even want to imagine a world I'm listening that one. Guess what, Josh? You never know. I know. This is, as John Rothstein says, this is March. It and is March. We'll be together Saturday um, yep. for a nice relaxing day. Yeah, neither one of our teams. Neither play. one of our teams. So just a nice relaxing day of college basketball. Um, well, hey, we will be back next week to break down the first two rounds. I give you a little regional preview so from us here at lr weekly to you enjoy the basketball